the practices of effective living. And let me ask you a question today. How many people are you influencing in your life right now? Ask your neighbor, how many people are you influencing? How many people are you influencing? Ask, ask your neighbor. Alava love how many people are you influencing? <laughs> how many people are you influencing? Okay. Then ask them the next question. How many people are you mentoring? How many people are you mentoring? Okay. <laughs> so what are they said? So how many people? Sawesh, how many people is Peter Apple uh, influencing? <laughs> Peter, how many Savesh influencing? One. Cynthia, how many people is Karis influencing? Two career-wise, five, ten. Hey. Hey. Karis, how many? <laughs> <laughs> So how many people are Cynthia? Cynthia is Cynthia. Ah, I'm joking. How many people are Cynthia? Cynthia is Cynthia. How many people did Jesus influence? <laughs> How many did he mentor? Yeah? How many did he, did he mentor? Jesus. Twelve disciples. So, Kulikwana, three who are very close to him. Kulikwana, twelve. Kulikwana 70. Was it 70 or 72? 72. 72. Then Kulikwana 5,000. Okay. Kirei Sasa. Okay. How many people did Paul influence? Paul the Apostle. Huh? We know of Timothy. Baniwengi. <laughs> the churches themselves. Paul was so influential that he set the doctrine for the church. Like his influence, Bakaleoitun, I feel. He was so influential in Rome that if you study the secular history of Rome, of the Roman Empire, Paul is mentioned as one of the key highlights, key people 
in the Roman history. Secular history. See Christian, secular. Paul the Apostle. His, like his, his biography, his, whatever is written there. Storyake Ot and how much he influenced. So I want to ask again, in your own life, how many people do you want to influence? Huh? Millions. Millions enough to make you president. <laughs> you know when you talk about influence, the reason I'm the reason I'm talking about influence is because I realized that you can be coming for this Bible study Friday after Friday, year after year, and have zero influence anywhere in your life. And that is so wrong. You can be going to church Sunday after Sunday after Sunday and you have zero influence anywhere. Like when you walk into a room and you walk out, no one will notice whether you walked in or out. You are zero. Zero effect. Get? And that's the thing we really need to change. As a Christian, you need to have a few people that you are pouring your life into. People you are mentoring. People you are raising. People who will become great. You see, the problem I have with the church in Kenya today is that we are so obsessed about buildings. Buildings. Everyone wants to buy land and build. I'm not saying it's wrong. Okay? But then, you buy land and build and you have 10 people only coming to your church. Umetumia 10 million to do this, to buy a project, to build a project, to buy land, build a project, but only 10 people are coming. Okay? Or maybe you have rented somewhere a Sunday service and you're paying 50, 70k every Sunday and only 15 people are coming. Okay? And now the question is, are we really having impact as church? Are we really having impact as believers wherever we are? Why didn't Jesus build a church? A building? Why didn't Paul build a building? Why didn't the disciples build buildings? Are you together? At what point did Christianity become about buildings? Because the more we become about buildings, the less we become about people. Okay? It becomes about projects. When I understand the church, it's all about projects. And people say, oh, we want to build God a beautiful place. Why don't you try building God a beautiful people? before you build a beautiful place. Are you together? That you build people that will go out in the world and conquer the world. Not just from a building. They just, oh, I've come from this building. No. People will go out wherever you work. They do their work so effectively that when the bosses are considering anyone for promotion, there is no one to rival them. You are so gifted, so talented. You are so well behaved. You are so brilliant, so intelligent that when, the, when your boss thinks of a successor, you're the only one who's coming to mind. There is no rival. Naget, because you're a child of God. But then when we begin to say, oh, I pray. Yes, and, it's, and these things are worked by prayer. But don't pray in the office, tell me a meeting. I possess this position. No, work for it. You become so brilliant 
in what you do that companies line up to, to get your signature. They just want you to, to work for them. Okay? You begin to be guided by a spirit of excellence. For example, when, when I give you the history of Iso History Zote uh, and, and the history of Babylon, uh, we can take someone like Daniel. He arrives in Babylon. Uh, some people say he was 17 years old when he arrived in Babylon. Then he was made a eunuch. You know what is a eunuch? You are castrated. So the first thing that they did was to castrate these guys. So Daniel becomes a eunuch. And, and the king says, bring me some very brilliant, smart young people who are quick to learn. And so these guys are brought, Akina Daniel. They were brilliant, quick to learn. And they learn the language very quickly. They learn the cultures. They understand everything that happens. And Daniel rises and rises and rises to become number three in the entire world, in the entire known world, in Babylon. Okay? And some people ask, so who was number two? Number two was Nebuchadnezzar. Who was number one? Number one was Nebopolasa, the father of Nebuchadnezzar. So in effect, Daniel was a deputy to Nebuchadnezzar. But then he's given charge of an entire region. And becomes one of the three ministers of state. Not because he was very nice, but because he was brilliant. And he always put God first. Babylon falls. And the Meds and the Persians march into, into, into the city. They destroy everything and everyone, but they keep Daniel alive. Are we together? Now that is something. They must have known about the brilliance of Daniel. They kept him alive. Why? So that he can become their advisor. Okay? And it was in the time of Darius that Daniel was thrown in the pit of what? In the den of lions. It was not in the days of Nebuchadnezzar. It was in the days of the second kingdom. So he became so close to Darius, okay, and so brilliant that when Darius realized that he had been tricked to signing a certain law to fix Daniel, he wept the whole night. In fact, the Bible says that when they threw Daniel into the den of lions, Darius did not uh, sleep that night. And very early in the morning, the following day, he ran to that den and said, Daniel, has your God delivered you? <laughs> and Daniel says, yes, sir. Ah, King Akazema, yes. Remove him very quickly and bring everyone who accused him. And the, this is what the king said. Bring everyone who accused him, their wives, their children, and their properties. And they were all thrown into that den. Their wives, their children. Oh, imagine you are married to someone who accuse <laughs> we well, imagine your scenario. That's what happened to Daniel. 
That's, that's the whole story. And he still survives. Even after Darius, he still survives. Okay? And I think he survived up to the Cyrus uh, the Great, the kingdom of Cyrus. The guy dies. Brilliance. When you're brilliant at what you do, when you're living effectively, people can see it and they're like, hey, I want what you have. Teach me your ways. <laughs> teach me your ways, oh master. You know, like, oh great one, teach me your ways. Brilliance. Everyone said brilliance. Brilliance. So ask your friend, are you brilliant? In what you do, are you effective in the life you live? <laughs> How many people are you influencing? Yes. A point of? Yeah, there are a few things you can say, well, this one I can do without really struggling. Yeah. You can do it. You can get to a point and you're like, you know what? I am brilliant in this. This one, I can do. Such that even in the office when they're asking, oh, who can do this? Because I can do it. Like, you know you can. Any day. Like Mike Tyson. He knew he will knock you out. Especially when he was 20, 23 years. Ugh. He knew. He around too. Again, like you have so he's so brilliant that he knows he's gonna knock these these people out. So when we all die, because at some point if Jesus dies, we shall all die. Okay, we shall all get old and die. Will your name be written anywhere? Will anyone know that you existed in this time? Will your tales be told to children that there was this man, there was this woman and this is what she did or he did. Are you together? Will your name be engraved somewhere in history? Somewhere else. <laughs> how are we living our lives? How, influ uh, how many people are you influencing? What are you doing for your generation, for your environment? What are you doing about it? It's a challenge. Kama uko church, what are you doing in your church? Kama uko workplace, what are you doing in your workplace? Kama uko social media, how are you influencing people in social media? Hello? Watu menyamaza. Zima swali ngumu. If you never have children, because uh, children carry the name, you know, your name in Endeleaga. Come on, Paul, the apostle. You don't have kids, biological kids. Will you still be remembered? Or will you die and be forgotten? Are you together? <laughs> what I'm saying is, you guys must make a mark in your life. You must leave your footprint in this life. And people must know that you existed. You know one of the main driving factors here, Steve Jobs, his vision was to leave a dent in the universe. That was his vision. I want to leave a dent in the universe. In other words, I want the world to know I lived, I existed, I was here. Okay? Did he do that? He did. He did it. 
he did it. Steve Jobs. We still talk about him. He will be remembered in history. People will always look back to his strategies, his ideas. And with time, he will become a historical figure that is so, that people stand in awe of. They are like, whoa, how did this guy do this? Again, Akina, Akina, this guy, or relativity, uh, this scientist, why am I forgetting his name? I'm remembering the author who has written his book. This guy, Albert Einstein. <laughs> Albert Einstein. Brilliant man. So, he was so brilliant that they said they would want to, if they, they had technology, they would have preserved his brain. So that his brain continues to function and give us more information about this universe. Brilliance. Now, people like Martin Luther King Jr. Not Martin Luther King Jr. You know, these guys leave the fact that he was a reverend. The guy was a reverend, but he was a He was a reverend and he was approached to lead, uh, to give a speech in regards to the uh, civil rights movement. And once he gave the speech, people were so moved, he became the leader of the civil rights movement. <laughs> and he kept on. Uh, uh, preaching and preaching, preaching, died at the age of 39, shot dead. To this day, he is one of the greatest human beings who has ever lived. Kunai program in Itagwa, the great souls. Uh, will I remember them? The great souls of the 21st century. 21st and 19th century. Uh, which century? We are 20th century. Great souls of the 20th century. Between 1900 and, and the year 2000. Okay? And, and so they have compiled this about these guys. And one of them is Martin Luther King Jr., Nelson Mandela, Mahatma Gandhi, uh, Pope John Paul II. Remember that guy? Uh, Lafu, um, Martha Teresa. And number six, is Billy Graham. Six. Look at that list. All of them is Pokua Mahatma Gandhi and Nelson Mandela are preachers. They were believers. Get? Which means, you as a believer, you don't have to be a preacher, you don't have to stand on the pulpit, but you can do something so significant in this life that history remembers you. And they say, that part, that, that lady, that man, did something in this world. How do you want to be remembered? Practices for effective living. Number one, let me give you notes. Ndiyo msiende mseme, uwe jamaa, alituwestia tuta ima hapo na mastori mingi. Practice number one, clarify the win. Clarify the win. W-I-N. Clarify your win in life. Before you join college, clarify your win. In other words, define what is important at every level of your life. Define what is important. What is a priority? What is the key thing that I need to do before, at every level of your life? When, before Jesus came to this earth, he clarified his win. His win was to die on the cross to save humanity. So today, 
what is your win as an individual okay what is your win what do you want out of something what do you want out of a relationship what do you want out of church what do you want out of your life what do you want out of this business what is it clarify your win once you clarify that uh, uh, use the law of the scoreboard I've, I've, have i talked about the law of the scoreboard before I, no not this class leadership scoreboard i will talk about it maybe next week the law of the scoreboard now it's where you you register your score how am i doing something to measure how you're doing where am i going how far am i at it okay number two think about steps to take steps to take first clarify the win then think about the steps you need to take all right in other words before you start anything make sure it takes you where you need to go before you start anything before you start anything can i say it again before you start anything make sure it takes you where you need to go uh, uh, think through before go listen to black box thinking uh, podcast listen to critical thinking for black box thinkers that's another topic where i talked about thinking through things determining whether what you want to do is uh, makes sense or it doesn't make sense determining on whether you really need to do it or not okay thinking through things in other words you must think through all the way to the end and decide if this thing i want to do it think about the steps you want to take once that is the win now which what steps do i take towards that win okay number three narrow the focus narrow your focus in other words do fewer things in order to make a greater impact narrow your focus narrow the focus okay determine what is your priority focus on it and do it do fewer things in order to make a greater impact don't become a jack of all trades that uh, can you become that then it becomes a problem because then you have not narrowed your focus if you go to downtown sai i love how the wahindis do it because uh, the end of a shop ya wahindi imeja sindano tu sindano the guy sells nothing else spoke on needles in other words any type of sindano size whatever unataka iko hapo unaenda kuingia unapata anauza uzi uzi tu za nguo uzi tu za kushona hakuna kitu kingine kwa hiyo shop ni uzi tu you get my point so ukienda uko downtown unasema natafuta uzi unaambua enda kwa kamlesh sijui huu Zira Rajim Shah. So you go to Rajim Shah unapata uzi all types anything to do with uzi ya kushona iko hapo. Uniforms. School uniform. Unaingia kwa shop mwindi auzi anything else another to school uniform. Houses sijui sijui nguo za kwenda wapi sijui jeans no. School uniform. Narrow your focus. Okay? And make sure you are so good in that focus. Number three, number four, speak less for more. <laughs> 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 
speak less for more. Say only what you need to say to the people who need to hear it. Say only what you need to say to the people who need to hear it. Okay? Don't be too preoccupied with speaking. And, and, I, and I always tell people, always know when to speak and when not to speak. Know what to say and what not to say, even as you are speaking. Okay? This is a practice. You practice it. I'm giving you these seven uh, practices of effective living. Alright? Number what? Number five. Listen to outsiders. Listen to outsiders. Or you can put it, listen to your critics. Okay? Listen to your critiques. So when you listen, uh, you see, I'm not saying you listen to your critiques so that you conform to their criticism. Listen to your critiques so that you can improve your life. Okay? One of the things that I really hope that you guys will become is that you'll become influential people. Okay? That is what I really hope. That you shall become influential people. You will influence people, influence businesses, influence cultures. You become influential. Influence comes with responsibilities. Influence comes with positions of leadership. Okay? Positions of leadership attract criticism. You'll be accused of accidents that you did not cause. Again, like the other time, I was a pastor friend of mine, and I was telling him, you know, if two accidents happened outside this church, you'll be called a devil worshiper. It is you who is sacrificing people. Now, when he passed away, when in fact, you know, against accidents. But because in a position of leadership, you must be ready to be exposed and to be criticized for every little thing you say or you don't say. For appearing at a barrio or not appearing, you will be criticized. Are you together? For calling someone when they are sick or not calling, you will be criticized. It is the price of influence. So if you want to be influential, and I, and I really hope that you guys become influential in your industry. You know, in a few years, I want to be reading about, about you guys in the newspapers of, of the things you're doing. I want to see uh, news, you know, uh, startups that have really risen to become uh, a force to reckon with. You start a bank, it ends up arrival like an equity bank. And I want to read about Magin. And Magin is, is, you know, this girl is selling uh, land and houses and what. And, and people are running for her, you know, to her for business. That's what I want to hear. Bonas Fiyo Sana. Amen. I'm not very serious. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I want you guys to sit in political tables where you don't have to run for politics but you are influencing this politician okay because of you're coming you're not coming alone you're coming with might financial might spiritual might okay and so when they see you they want to listen to you they want to hear you they want to say hey uh, let me learn from you that's the kind of influence that jesus desires for us to have in this world it is the only way, anyway, we can win the world for Jesus. You can't be a worker, an employee of Java, 
and try to win the honor of Java to Jesus. I mean, God can work his miracles, yes, but, but when you are the owner of Java, you can win everyone who works for you to Jesus. It's, it's an easier thing. It's easier to own, to have all this, than win people for Jesus, than to try and do it from way down all the way up. Okay? Number, number six. Hold things with open arms. Okay? Hold things with open arms. In other words, learn to release what you do. Okay? <laughs> learn to let go of things. It will be of more beneficial to you. You see, kama kuna land problem in your home. Okay? And people are fighting over this land. Let it go. Are we together? Oh, let it go. You know what? I've released it. It's a practice of influence. Reason is, this land does not define who you are. It doesn't give you anything. And then the God who sees will eventually do what? Reward you. So learn how to let go. Practice letting go. It's, it's not a matter of life and death. You know, we move. Okay? We move. Zoya naumu, move on. Like, that statement is a very powerful and loaded statement. And if people can understand it, it gives you quicker healing. It gives you quicker, a quicker way to try and readjust your life. When you're disoriented, it gives you a way to try and readjust and now get to the full impact of your life. Okay? And then, num number seven, sharpen the soul. Sharpen the soul. S-A-W. Sharpen it. Okay? Sharpen yourself. Tell your friend, sharpen yourself. Oh. That's why Paul told Timothy, uh, study so that you show yourself approved. Paul said, do what? Study. Everyone say study. study. <coughs> say it again. Study. Say it again. Study. Say it louder. See was key. Study. Cindy. Do what? Study. Tell your neighbor study oh. Tell the other one study oh. So that you show yourself approved of the work you're supposed to do. If you're in the real estate industry, study real estate industry in Kenya and where it's headed. If you're in the insurance industry, study the insurance industry in Kenya and where it's headed. If you're in uh, which other industries here? Education industry, study education industry and where it's headed. If you're in sales or marketing industry, Study the marketing industry and see where it's headed. And after you see where it's all headed, learn how to position yourself. Where am I supposed to be so that I don't lose my opportunity? Study. And that's why I always ask, which book are you reading? Okay? Begin to read books that are in line with your passion in this life. Equip yourself. Read your Bibles. Tell your friend, read your Bible. 
Why is it so hard to read the Bible? I always tell people, if you want to read your Bible, Vizuri, answer the stories, answer the book of Kings. I'm a Samuel. Okay? It's a story. Read the story. It's a very interesting story, by the way. If you are, if you are not used to, don't start with Paul. My friend, utajana Bible leo. At least first Corinthians, unahanda kui, eh, pana hii mekuwa ngumu. Other na stories. Okay? Other na chronicles. The chronicles of the kings of Israel. Anza kusoma hiyo. Other na Genesis. It's also a story. Exodus. How the children of Israel walikuwa delivered. Those are very nice, interesting stories. So by the time someone afika kwa Paul, you are already used to reading this thing. But study. 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 When you become influential, you will begin to realize the importance of study. Okay? Ask uh, our governors when you're in GSI, the importance of study. Some of them never studied like hard. When you become uh, their positions in life, that God will take you guys. And when you get to these positions in life, if you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> Are we together? Akunaga <laughs> ku escape. Akunaga kusema. Ah, you know I thought. No, if you don't know, because the people you are with, they know. So you cannot twist them. You cannot lie to them. If you don't know, you don't. No, and those positions will be key to the influence that God is going to give you, okay? Such that you need to know more than they know. So that when you are speaking, they are, they are quiet because you are speaking. And that's why I love Nigerians. Whether it's a Nigerian pastor, Nigerian preacher, Nigerian politician, you listen to them and the reasoning they have, the, the way they speak, because they study, they study a lot. Some Nigerian pastors read, they study before they say anything. Kenyan pastors, we get our sermons pala kwa pulpit. The truth is this, the honest truth, and, and God is my witness. I don't think we have many Kenyan pastors who are very deep uh, in terms of life, living, speaking, saying things that unangaleo na sema yenyeo mseme make sense. I don't think there are many. Amani, Uliza, how many do you know? Anaongea unanza kujuliza, eh, by the way, maisha yangu sasa. Eh, mini wanani? You know, people like Mensa Otabil. You know Mensa Otabil? People like Mensa Otabil. People like Miles Monroe, uh, people like um, Sunday Adelaja, okay? They speak and, and presidents listen and they're like, hey, okay, this guy is actually making a lot of sense. So let me ask you one last question. What do you have in your life that can take you to state house today? What do you have in your life that can warrant a presidential call? Haya, tushuka shuke, tuwajana president be very high. What do you have that can warrant your MCA calling you? Madam, we need to, to do this. Sir, I need your help in this. So you kind of make sense. Okay? Uh, I think uh, this week I met someone who was involved in a campaign. And this person was so discouraged because they lost. And when they lost, they called me. Can I be a idea? So I knew, I knew he was involved in a campaign. Uh, 
I knew a few people anyway who are involved in campaigns. Some walishinda, wengine walishindo. And again, send your kazia pastor. You celebrate with those who are doing what? Ula rejoice, amen, amen, amen. Ukiaka simu hivi mungina kukigia. Manzi pasi tu me lose. Hey, pole man. Pole sana. There is another day. Okay? Kidokidogo. We have won glory today. Amen, amen. So that's the life. But then I met this one. Because alikuwa meanza kuenda into self-destructive behavior. Meanza kukunyua. Nasimdo kukunyua. Una get? Because as I said, a loss. An election loss is not an easy loss. It's almost like... Death in the family. So I meet him, and we talk, and we talk, we talk for like four hours. So I listen to him, and then I told him, you know what? You will overcome. That's for sure. Because now he's saying, I don't want to ever be involved in politics again. It is so dirty. It's a bloodbath. Like to him, it was a bloodbath. Okay. So I'll go and say, candidate, what I'll go and say, Mount Kenya. But I had told him in advance. Nikambia in Mount Kenya, there is a wave. Okay, there is a wave. There is a yellow, a yellow wave, a UDA wave, and this UDA wave, if you guys are not careful, will sweep you all. So you either jump on the wave, or it carries you. That statement is the one that made him call me. Once the wave came, swept them all, and now he called me, and he said, "You are right." And so we met, and so I told him, "Now what you need to do." Instead of moving into self-destructive behavior, begin to evaluate what mistakes did you guys make, okay? Because his candidate got, he was running for MP, he got 1,500 votes, okay? He had a support base of 7,000. On the day of the election, you see, I'm voting for this one. When you get to that paper, unadhanukuongeleisho anizo makaratasi. Unadhanukuambia no vote for me vote. So I think that's what happened with the support base. So only managed fifteen hundred. It was so like they were so hit. Cause you see, walikuwa na fikiria utapata. Atakama utapata, we will lose honorably. Nojo kunelea kulose with honor. So unapata fifteen hundred and moenya mekushinda kona fifty seven thousand votes. Mwenye kwa number one. Urashindwa. What happened to my own people? Did you guys see former governor James Nyoro? Akisema the polling station he went, alienda na familia yake. But in his polling station, alipata only one vote. Na akona familia yake. You guys didn't see that? Akona familia yake, bibi yake na watoto. Okay? Na ya meenda mevote, si huko na ushua bet. Hapa huko zile za hapa nitapata katakama ni tano, ok? Ziki ya saibu unapata ulijivotia pekea? Bibi yako, watoto wako, they didn't believe in you enough. Because he can't believe, he says it was rigged. Ok? Because sasa, bibi yako kimkonfronta, no, me I voted for you. Noje pia daki, She's a wise woman. Vijana takombia, no, mida ni tulikufotia. But in truth, ata mtu wakisha utaseme, mini likuwa hazimio, mini likuwa UDA. Yeye, tu! Ndiwa najua, alieka tiku wapi pale. Tuko pamoja. Yeye, tu! Pale kwa tiki, yeye, tu ni wanajua what he did. So don't be fooled. Ati, yeye, tu likuwa, eh, eh, eh. 
pale because when you get there you almost change your mind unaanza kufikiria sasa hapa nipe nani nipe nani so that's what happened with this candidate so i told them reevaluate call for a meeting and, and just reevaluate where did we make mistakes what can we do now to create relevance because now you have to be relevant for the next five years if you want to get it okay you have to be relevant you have to be in their in their face what was my point hmm? sharpen the saw sharpen the saw study understand things learn things jesus was not a fool daniel was not a fool they were intelligent people paul was an intelligent person akina peter even though they were not educated they were intelligent people okay study and show yourself approved amen, amen. questions how many of you have registered business names you have a registered business name you have a registered business name how many of you want to be financially free in the next three years ah okay but you're not preparing for rain how will you be financially free how many have bank accounts bank accounts that is functioning see like dormant in a function okay how many have no idea what i'm talking about <laughs> how many have passports passports not 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 expired passport so picha passport no travel documents how many have travel uh, 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 travel passport you know when you come you have it see, and it's not expired valid how many want to go to nations do business preach do ministry nini adini yo now you want to go to nations but you don't have a passport so if i say today i'm paying a trip for you na una passport will you blame god Or if I say ah niko na tender hapa nataka kupea work na county government but una business name una company will you blame god And are you waiting for god to make you influential I'm not saying those are the only parts that he can use what I'm saying is you need to be prepared for rain Are you together Tuko pamoja So please Look at your neighbor tell them get a passport. Number two, get a bank account. That is functional. Okay? And number three, get a what? A business. Start a business. Okay? Tell them start a business. Even if you are employed and you feel employment ndio mimi nimeitwa start a business and have proper payment channels for your business 
if I say I want to buy something and I want to transfer, or the government says, or whoever says, a businessman says, can, where, where can we transfer your money? Unaza kuwapia till number. Dream bigger, dream higher. Are we together? Tuemweo. Mimi na wa challenge. Na kutoka leo mbaka December. Amuna ba, ha? Because we guys, you are the young people. We are the young people, but we can't stay if you do it in Angoja. No, get a business name. It's so easy to get a business name. How many of you have e-citizen account? Why do you all have e-citizen account? Na amna business name. Jiakearepin. Una get very very good question. Una get because it was a requirement by the KRA. Okay. Do you know kwayo portal? Io io tu io ya e-citizen. You can register your own business name with only one K, no put a certificate through the same. You don't have to go to KRA, you don't have to go to, uh, to uh, registrar's office. When you are seated on your laptop or your phone, you can register a business name and get it right there. You print your document, when the bank, you open a bank account with your business name and get paid the right way. So if someone is writing a check, you are giving them your business, your company to write a check to. When someone wants to transfer money through PesaLink, PesaLink, they can transfer it to your business. You don't tell them, oh, transfer to Cynthia. <laughs> no, you give them the business name. So they see, oh, these are serious individual. That's how you build up your status. Are you together? That's how you build yourself in the eyes of these people, in the eyes of the world. Use online uh, your social media pages to do business. Start a business. <clears throat> Hiya, how many of you have a business that they are running? Whether it's making profit or not, your season. But something is there's something that is working. <laughs> something is working, eh? Hiya. Now, how then do you grow it to start making profits? Who do you need to talk to? Who do you need to contact? Do you need to do more advertisement, more marketing? Okay? Do you have a social media that you can advertise your business? How do you attract followers to your page that they come and they say, oh, come on Instagram, imejama biashara. You see, nowadays when I want to buy something, I go to Instagram. I type the item of what I want to buy, and there are so many pages I can, I can get. Are you together? Start a business. But start a business. So by next week, Friday, <coughs> this is the homework. By next week, Friday, uh, uh, come, with, uh, come with a report that you have applied for a business name on eCitizen. Yes. And tonight, go on eCitizen, check the businesses that are there, <coughs> go for sole proprietorship, okay? It's an easier way of doing business. But also make sure you file your returns every, every year. Okay. Neil, come and make profits, okay? Yeah, if you do business and you make money, then you, you, you get a, an accountant who can help you how to do the returns. Okay? I have one I, I can refer you to. He's very kind. He's very... But uh, go tonight, this week, register a business name. There's a reason why I'm saying these things. Okay? There's a reason why I'm telling you these things. And the reason, you will know the reason uh, with time, why I'm insisting. Get a business name, get a passport, uh, and open a bank account for that business.
and then begin to do business. Okay? You know the, the good thing that today's bank accounts, ado kitumaka 10 bob every month, bank account data fungua, itakuwa tu. Okay? As long as kuna kitu naingia, inabaki kwa sawa. Alright, any question? No question. Okay, it's time to give. Uh, give as the Lord enables you. 520, 52758. 52758. Yeah? <laughs> 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 